Akwaba, welcome to Tichler Talks. This is a platform where I, Tichler, have conversations with people from different walks of life who share their thoughts and pass their story thus far. I hope you enjoy. So, welcome back to Tichler Talks. This is episode 8 with Alicia Barrett, back on the show already. <laughs> We're going to be talking about all things racism, so we'll kick it off, no playing around. What is racism in your eyes? Ooh. Yeah, it's I like it's so loaded, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's so like visible and invisible. Um, and I like, think it's more invisible than invisible. Yeah, right? way more invisible. Yeah, like you don't. Under, I feel like you're made to feel a certain way. Okay. And you don't understand why you feel like that. And then when the conversation opens up, it's like, oh, when you that, that was that's the bad definition. I feel like what it is is basically like. I didn't even finish, but... She's never... <laughs> <laughs> I where you going, she didn't want to finish. I know, like, it is. It's like she knew I was going. I was just going to curve it. No, because you need a definition. I feel like it is, how, it is the act of being... Of, of othering people. So, like... Yeah, you know, so that's the definition. I don't know you're giving an example. Yeah, example, yeah. yeah. So, like, I think that a lot of instances, like... I think within school, specifically, it's not what they said, it's, like, how they act. It's, like, how they how acted. Like, or yeah. their, their whole changing boy language or the way they the way they treated you compared to someone else which yeah. might not have been like openly saying like something racist. how old are you examples in school because i think like oh, always she touched my hair yeah i've never even thought about it always oh, just touched my hair i remember one of my best friends like he was like oh you look like a rabbit because you had like yeah, they're all guinea pig yeah and they used to say some horrible things about this other girl as well um, and a couple of brothers um, about her hair too. Um, I think everyone thinks it's a language thing where you say something derogatory in a, in, a, in language, but I don't think it is. Yeah, I think it's, it's more than that. It's like being. It's been an environment. Yeah. yeah. I think being ignored was like a big thing in school, which I kind of felt. Being ignored, you like, Yeah, just like what you're saying doesn't matter. And it's just like. Why is it not to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've never, I never felt listened to. I don't think until maybe like when I went to uni, and especially like my second, third year at uni. Like I felt people in the room was actually listening to me. Whereas in school, I never felt like that. I felt people was like falling asleep. Yeah. But what, why is that? Why do you think? I don't know. It was just there was there was like massive, especially from our teaching group to like into sixth form. Like people are like teaching group just down to sixth form and like. The atmosphere was different, and I feel like we just never really listened to it. Like, maybe part like, a couple of people in the teacher that like, really, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you wasn't really bad. Yeah. So, yourself as well, over. Yeah, but I, was, I think with um, my experience, I feel like I, I think you brush a lot of things off, and I feel like especially recently where a lot of people were kind of like talking about how they were, it's like discrimination, open discriminate against. Right. You don't see it as discrimination, you literally just see it. I think a lot of times... It's normal life. Yeah. yeah. And you just think, oh, why, why did they do that? Or like, why did that happen to me? Or they such and such did this and they didn't act that way to me. And you just literally just take it. I think that's the biggest example of racism because you don't necessarily see it. It's very invisible. But when you can come back to it and re-approach it, you're like, that was you being othered for a way that is completely like unnecessary, yeah. rather than someone being saying something to you that's like um, obviously like racist or disrespectful 
for anything like that because I don't. So it's like they're being them. racist, but they're not being direct. But yeah, it's just like you said, the way they're acting and yeah, everything. Yeah. And the thing is, because it's so subconscious, you don't really think about what's going on. So yeah. you deep it, like maybe like you said, years later, you think, hold on a second. I probably shouldn't have taken what I've taken because of what happened. Yeah, definitely. Even like, this is a bit of an odd example, but you know everyone's watching Normal People? Pardon? Normal People. Okay. It's like a TV show All right. about like these two people like and stuff. So in the book, she goes to Sweden and she like is with this um, Swedish guy who in this book is described as like white and blonde, as Swedish people okay. mostly are. But in the TV show, he was like a black news face guy and this character was like abusive like towards the woman and but they play them as black in the tv show and i was just like that's not good because that's playing up to stereotypes of what people expect black men to be like and it's obviously different to the book and it's like stuff like that is like it's not saying it but it's like it's in between it's the lines yeah i think a lot of stuff like that kind of like goes on everywhere around you know like people think it's okay to fist bump you it's just like rah, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like little stuff like that or like they'd like say like like that's obviously overt but then it's like it's the it's the landscape that we live in it's the society we live in right. where it's like okay to be to do those things and not be racist like, i'm not racist it's just like not racist but, but yeah, yeah. yeah that's how i describe it i say <laughs> people be like, um, they're like then they they feel like a black person moving next to them. I'm not racist, but and they say something like discriminated towards the neighbour. It's just like, are you not seeing this? So why why what's the book for? If you're not racist, for stop and don't say anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we we say that like the word racism has so much like animosity against it. Yeah. Where it's like actually, yeah, it's not yeah. the word. You're rejecting the word, but the act is so much deeper it's like an item it's like look you can't really define it but you know it's there when exactly it's there. 100%. Yeah. i was going to talk yeah. about this and i was going for like an internship it was to do with like the university it was talking about um decolonizing the curriculum and so we had to we were talking about examples of racism and we're talking about it within this like report and he said that he can walk into a pub and he can tell within like seconds if they're racist or not because they'll look for that second longer or they'll just yeah. the, the whole body language changes and you really can see, no, really can see that's, it that's interesting, and like yeah. they don't have to say anything they literally just have to give you that eye contact for like half a second longer or they have to drop like their shoulders or any, anything and you can just feel the again you can feel like the animosity mm -hmm. and i remember when we was like younger we went to like alton towers and we were really hungry so on our way back we went to Matlock. we was probably was quite young we was only like 30 like 12 13 but we were going with our training group right. okay and I remember um, Tan and Levi, so it was all of us were like, so it was me, Alicia and Levi were like mixed race and then Dan is like black and they were like, they were so racist and we were so oblivious to it, like we were just like, we just didn't pick up the signals but I think when you get older you get... So you said things like what? They just did say, they're like just how they, their body language oh, right, okay. was completely like different and then when, as you get older you really realise how people completely like not change but they're very on guard and I think that is like that is British racism because right. they'll they will they will say I'm not racist but their body language will change. Yeah. They'll stare at you, they'll 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 perfect example, they'll flipping follow you around the shop. Like <laughs> what the hell? Like literally. Like oh that is God, the that was that's the worst one. Especially like 
oh, I was in the shop in Sheffield and one woman did it and I was just like, you're literally being so, like, you're not being sort at all. Like, come on. Yeah, that's How would you compare British racing to foreign racing, like, in terms of if you, what you've seen or whether you've, like, you've gone on holiday and experienced it as well? Yeah, was in Croatia, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we was in Croatia. We got stared at, like, all, all the time. time. We was in, like, a small village, like, island. Yeah, okay. we just got stared at, like, the whole time. It was just so uncomfortable. It was just, like, why yeah. are people staring at us? What, what do you think it is about the small villages compared to the big cities? Well, I think with Croatia, like, they were communists for, like, a really yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I think... And everyone said we went to we compete in Italy in 2018. Yeah, oh my everyone said no, when I was in Colombia too, like apparently they was doing like monkey chants to a couple of people. Oh yeah, on wow. the bus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, over there in Croatia, though, I, I haven't really experienced anything. Not that I can remember, I don't think. Yeah. Um, like recently. Even like yeah, not that I can remember, I don't think. But like that's the thing, like I might have, but you know you just it happens. Yeah, you normalise it, just, normalize it just brush it off, yeah. don't you? Like when people say like stuff about just like dumb stuff, I'm just like, what? Mm. <laughs> you both um you both wrote dissertations on race in some way, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So mine was about the Black Power movement. Okay. It was about So look so let people know what is the Black Power movement, what was that all about? Yeah, so we were saying this actually, like so first thing I want to do on like the Black Panthers. And after the film came out, people just thought I was on a podcast. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I was like, um, I mean, I love you for that, but like, no. But it's so like more of a reason for you to show because it's actually more yeah, than Yeah, like, definitely. So they were like a political organisation, like post Martin Luther King. And they were just like so cool. Like, they did like really, really cool stuff, like free breakfast clubs, they like, did transportation, free food education like they did loads of really cool stuff like for the communities for black communities and um, but they have like a really interesting legacy because they carried guns around with them so they were to arm themselves they're very like military they're very like they were halfway between like very like militia inspired but then very kind of like maoist and communist inspired okay but they were like insanely clever people and they kind of got vilified for being this kind of like terrorist group whereas like they were they were a lot more than that and they kind of got like victimized and stuff like the fbi but i think over the last couple of years from the black lives matter movement they've been seen in like a new light and because it's just like actually like people start to understand what they were trying to do yeah yeah they weren't just violent they were so much more than that um so i I want to do it on them them guys kind of and then I just want to do about music too, so I did about like how unity, assertion, and black is beautiful, like dominant themes within politics, art, and music, and the black power movement. Okay. So the black power movement is massive, like it's just so big. There's so much different sides to it, and so I, I've kind of honed in on like those things, and then like talked a lot about that. So yeah, that's what I did. Like, what do you think? Um, everything that you've learned and got so far, what? what one or two things do you think that you stood out for you? I think it was like... Something that you learned that you didn't, you didn't really understand properly until you read it. But like, oh, okay, this is what we learned. I think like over the last three years of being at uni, I think just the way in which history is told, like you're always told that Martin Luther King was this like really good guy. But actually, yeah, he was, but he fits into the agenda of being like that meek, yeah, conservative yeah. black right. person who won't really like rise up. To a sense of like violence, we'll just kind of like 
preach and you know do it in like an appeasable way right. whereas like the panthers were like way more radical way more like you know we're not putting up with this you know they did like just loads of like really cool little militant stuff and it's just like no you're not cool <laughs> you're violent you're going to make you like an example of like people not to follow right. and i think that was like so so clear um do my dissertation that you know don't read what history tells you, like, read it in between the lines. Right. Especially, like, mainstream history, yeah. like, I mean, we're told over and over again how Winston Churchill was a great place, and then, like, we all know that ain't true. But, do you know what I mean? <laughs> if you don't do research, you'll never know. Yeah, and that's the thing about history as well. People do proper research rather than fit, like, an agenda. Yeah. That's the... That's yeah, the because, because exactly, if you're looking for something, you're going to find it. Eventually. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, kind of another thing on it was just how like incredible that movement was. Like, it was like, it was just so. Even though obviously it's like a horrible thing, like they went through so much oppression, but there's so much beauty in what came out of it and what they did. Like, right. there's so much amazing community work, so much amazing music and art, and how they uplifted communities and asserted themselves. I think I ended it with saying that you know they found their identity and asserted themselves from being just second-class citizens to be you know what we're black and beautiful and powerful like this and that and it was like just amazing to kind of like learn about that every day like oh. i missed it and i loved it <laughs> and all yourself your dissertation yes because our we went to different units so mine was structured quite a bit differently yeah. so i did um like i did some finally i did like catholicism so like the rise of catholicism um from 1500 to like 1800, it basically talks about the way in which uh, your relationship with like, the rest of the world through like missionising projects. And I always wanted to do that because you don't, you, like uni is so Eurocentric, like, like history in university is very Eurocentric, so you never really get to understand like um, new world studies, okay. unless you learn it from a European lens. But this module particularly was like, it's quite a new like, development, so you've got to see a lot of the relationship between uh, like New World and then Europe, but in an actual like history from below perspective. Okay. So from that, I, I like, there's so much problems with Eurocentric history. I could see that black people were defined by like one way. So they were either like exotic, exotic or erotic, or they were saintly and godly, or they were like slaves. So basically my dissertation looked at the dichotomies of like blackness and how art represented the differences between how black was defined. And what were you finding? Um, <laughs> quite a lot. Surprising <laughs> or expected or? Um, no, it was, it was very, it wasn't surprising because it wasn't surprising, but I kind of like unpacked the ways in which they did it. And it's literally insane. You'll, so for example, I went to Madrid in like 2000 and like last year okay. and I was it's like Museum de Prada so it's like basically all of like the Habsburg sort of art and all of like the great Spanish like painters were there and you there's so many black people in it but you can't see them so they're made invisible so like okay. one section that I did was like invisibility and visibility and they almost like make the black like blackness look like a caricature so they'll add like really like pink lips or like a really big nose and everything in the face is so deformed yet it will be so hidden you can't see it at all unless so, you're looking for it yeah yeah literally mm -hmm. and then i found there were so many examples of that and that was mostly with you know um 
like the three kings, like okay. the sort of three kings, and then there's like the three of them, and they bring different sort of like gifts. Okay. The black, because there was one supposed to originate from Africa, which is Balzar, which is the one that is depicted in the art. Okay. And he's almost always invisible, completely. Yet there's also in like South America, predominantly like Mexico and Brazil, there's huge like shrines of like black saints, and they're so visible, and they're literally uh, confraternities, and there's like loads of like priesthoods where, for people in that community where they've just converted like Catholicism, who missionaries. They use like blackness as like their identity, and right. they are like a huge part of like religion. So it was like looking, basically looking at the narrative that art gave, and then how it actually affected perceptions of like blackness. But that it was a huge like thing to do because I could have gone on forever and ever and ever. That's the thing though, like they <laughs> tell you when you start, you just and they're like, oh, ten thousand words. They're like, honestly, it's not much, and you're like, right. Oh, it's like 15k words or yeah, 10,000 10, yeah. and then like you're like halfway through and you're like oh my god just give me 10 more like because you can say so much yeah. yeah because there's so much that's not heard as well it's nothing like everything you yeah. say is although it's happened it's new because nobody actually knows they've never yeah, included it in like curriculum or anything like that you don't yeah. see that around yeah so yeah i definitely yeah wow respect to you for doing that then how did you find it so would you say i'm guessing you definitely have you done more research as in, in general for your own like um, your own interest outside of it as well, I'm guessing. We did all, I did all my own research, like I didn't get help from anybody because there was no help to be given. <laughs> like only because, like this is what I mean with academia, like it's so Eurocentric, they don't have, they just don't have the breadth of resources to actually provide uh, a useful amount of like black history in whatever sense, like in British, British, sorry. <laughs> black British history. American history is probably the most, but again, like as you said, it's so it's, it's got that conservative yeah. agenda where it's actually not good history. There's not hardly anything on like African sort of like history, especially the way that I did. Mm. And so you have like this complete wealth of resources for like let's say like Nazi Germany right. or like for example the suffragettes. But there's no intersectionality between like race and gender or like working class or and uh, sorry class and gender. Or class and race there's no like linear sort of academia but in my uni specifically yeah i feel like our uni was a lot different i think like mine like they were like really cool about it like they wanted to help with like they'd research themselves and send me things or they were just like really cool about it like i had a lot of love for them yeah for that for like how they helped me and also it's not even how they helped me, but how interested they were in it. Like, so we were your lecturers, white people who were before. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So one was one did does a lot of stuff about uh, Black Germany, and then the other guy does a lot of stuff about America, but I think he's most like the Middle East. Okay. And yeah, they were just like really cool, like really really cool. But a lot of people in my uni kind of were, mm-hmm. but we also go to very different unis. Uni yeah. other is like way more institutional yeah. to Sheffield Hallam. There's yeah, a different a massive difference between the two. Yeah. How how different would you say um the police are in terms of the UK and America? Like, we've I we've never had any runs with the police. Yeah. I, I don't know whether that's because we never went out. Yeah. We never went out. Also, like, I don't know whether it's because. I don't know. I think because we didn't, we never really went out. I don't know because it's a small town. We don't see them around as much. Okay. 
So I don't, I don't really know to be honest. I'm guessing you've had stories from friends or family. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I've heard loads. I've done research into a lot of kind of um, stuff to do with police too. So would you say that the police match the countries in a sense that America? They're most outgoing, loud, and that's such. So, so obviously, they're more violent in that sense compared to the British, where they're more reserved. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I remember someone telling me recently that he's been pulled over by the police twice, and those two times it was when his friend was driving. He was mixed race, and that's the sort of thing. Like, I feel like in this country, if they were to do it, it would be like the invisible sort of racism right. that yeah. they do. They'd be like. Um, that's the whole thing with the UK though, it's like gen- like race and gender pay gaps. It's like not admitting like admissions and then not helping like being students in you, you like, never see that as well because no, oh I just yeah. can't get to use to move on and do whatever. And you yeah. don't even look into it unless because it's a big thing to look into, there's no real like people or like um, Who wants to support you in the first place? Exactly. Yeah. You're on your own. So like with with the police, like there's 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 probably I don't actually know for a fact, but I'm guessing because it's like it's an institution, it's a bureaucracy that there's so much ethnic and like race and gender pay gaps in there. There's probably so much like glass ceilings for like um, right. gender and race. But within America, they're way more. They're just it's an institutional problem as a whole to use violence against like black people or even like yeah. any ethnic minority. Mm. Whereas I think in the UK, it's an institutional issue to discriminate in a way that they can't see it. But will actually detriment, like detrimentally impact, like their like standard of life mm-hmm. or like living. I th- yeah, I think. But to answer your question, I do think it would match yeah, different types of races. Yeah. Yeah. Especially we saw what happened with George Floyd recently. What were your takes on that? Oh, it's the first time you saw it. The first time you heard of it. Yeah, I was just like. That's the thing. I mean, I'm laughing because it, it's a joke. Like it is the biggest joke. I remember. You know Sandra Bland in, I think it was like 2015. Yeah, that was a while ago, maybe 14. Yeah, and I remember like, I remember seeing that and being like, that, I can't believe that just happened. So those who are watching don't know what happened in that. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, so yeah, she got pulled over. Pulled over, But yeah. prior to this, like, she did loads of like, Instagram sort of yeah. stories, Facebook videos. She was quite big from Ferguson, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah but... She basically was the US or... Sorry, the US, yeah. yeah. She was like a big, like, kind of like, activist with videos and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then she got pulled over and then she was um like taken to like the pres- the, the like county or whatever okay. prison okay. and she there's so much spec there's so much conspiracy speculation because she looks dead in her mugshot so and then she had died later on like that right time. okay yeah and so there's, talk about that, yeah, yeah so there's a lot of conspiracies did they beat her up and then kill as in they killed her and then and I remember like this being, and I was I was so like surprised and like alarmed by it. And this back to this whole rhetoric about America, they sell themselves as like the Disney Channel, and then you actually see that that happening. And then when it gets to George Floyd, like like you literally are numb because the the week before was um, yeah um, Brianna Taylor. No, Brianna, yeah, Brianna Taylor was. Before. And then there what was, was the one from the UK, wasn't it? The the lady, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really, really yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was um, the guy, the guy jogging. jogging. Yeah, yeah on the lawn. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like you literally get to the point where it's literally. This is like. It's a joke. Like, 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 like a couple of days ago, um, there was a guy. Um, uh, Blake. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just like it's a continual thing, and it's like, how are you supposed to react? Like, 
people are dying like it's continuously. It's normalised, that's the problem. 100% is 100% normalised. And then at the same time, like, so George Floyd started off this whole movement, it's just like, this is not new. Yeah, try and mark it. This has only been filmed, like, yeah. and it's a horrendous footage, and it takes that horrendous footage to you to think, oh, bro, racism's probably... Like, racism has not. Do you know what I mean? It's really not something new, like, at all. It's like, do you remember that Love Island, like, with Samira? Like, how did people right. obviously click? Samira then, Luanda as well, when she came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, oh, she looks too dark, she looks too this. What do you mean? Like, what's, what's wrong with the But also, the ethnic people always get picked last. Yeah. That right. says so much more. I it's think. a microcosm, 100%. Yeah. Like, I feel like I hate Love Island, but. If you want to understand what society is like, watch yeah. it because it is really accurate yeah. about a lot of things. Yeah. And it's and yeah, I think so. With the whole movement that came after it, you kind of like you are you are so ignorant to think that to a lot of people like this is not this is a thing that's mm. happened. Yeah. Because you both you guys went to the, the Marshall Shepherd didn't you? Yeah. How was that? It was really good. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we know like a couple of people that did like talks and stuff and then uh, kind of like marching like through the city, yeah. which was cool because I lived like around that area, okay. like first year of uni, and then to do it there was like really cool and important, I think, so yeah. Because what scared me was, the fact was, that happened and you know, everybody was talking about it, everyone was having the whole uh, movement yeah, and then, the black squares and that. yeah, and all that <laughs> stuff, and you, you saw it on Washington, <laughs> like, the Black Lives Matter, BLM, BLM, you just screaming that for two, three months now, yeah. and remember what happened recently with Mr. Blake, you're thinking, yeah. So all of that was worth for a reason. Yeah, definitely. So, like, and the thing is, like you said earlier, it's not the first time it happened in the 90s and 70s yeah. and Martin Luther King and all of it. So it's like, when is it actually going to stop? When is yeah. it going to stop? Because like, I don't know when, I don't know what to say about it. What do you think? Because like, I had exams like, um, when it was like, half, like as in the start of June. Right. It was exhausting. Like It really <laughs> was exhausting. Like, you couldn't stop looking at, like, social media to see, like, what was happening. Yeah, But then you, you, was, you had so much PTSD from just looking at it because I think it, you was reminded of how your experience was actually racism, like, back to what I was saying at the start. Mm. And you just passed something off as, like, it just been a bit odd. And then he was like, nah, that was, like, full discrimination. And then I feel like you got to a point, I think we definitely were talking about this, where you was just, like, you didn't know what to do. Like... Yeah. You'd sign as many petitions as you could, you've donated to the money, you've like been to the mark, you've taught people about it, and yet there's nothing that's that actually happened. Yeah, there's nothing's going to change the way you feel because you've been brought up in it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. the rest of the world that that's cool. waking up to it, do you know yeah. what I mean? Definitely. And the thing is, it's not our problem in the sense that, no, it's, not. it's not our problem, yeah. it's like, yeah. I'm not the one who's been racist and yeah. I can really tell someone who's racist like what they did is wrong and it's up to them to change and you yeah. can't force them to change if they don't change. Yeah. I think all we can do is just like uplift young people and be like, the world yeah. is like this but you know, you're really cool and you need to keep on being yeah. cool yeah. because I'm going to give you the confidence that a lot of people don't give you. Yeah. This is well, why so. like, that's the thing like how representation matters, like, like Chadwick Bossman. Like everyone was like we were saying like back when Black Panther came out it was a huge thing like it was such a movement right. like everyone went to watch it 100%. everyone was talking about it it was such a yeah, time like, like it was amazing like everyone was like it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was so it was 
I was even saying that there was a comp- there was a time in like I'd watch competitions and like most of the black girls were wearing braids and I, I knew it was down because of that panel. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that is so cool. Yeah, like, like they feel proud to be black again. A hundred percent. Yeah, and like, like Marvel's like big time anyway, and yeah. the way that they're like. So yeah, like representation is so 